Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Tales of the Sale podcast again. Uh, I have on the line today, Tiffany Riddle. Hello. Broker on record of TCK Property Marketplace and my business partner. I am Courtney Kattengal, and today we have the pleasure of having Chris Schmidt, agency owner of Brightway Insurance, join us for our podcast today to um, enlighten us with all things insurance related. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here today. So agency owner of Brightway Insurance, what areas um, do you guys cover? Can you write policies in? Sure. So we're going to be property and casualty insurance, which is going to be your home, your auto, your flood, uh, your boats, your jewelry, anything like that is what we're going to cover. We do have a commercial division, but mainly what we focus on in this area is going to be on the personal line side. So it's going to be very applicable to the type of uh, customers that y'all are working with. Okay. And I know as of late, you've sort of branched out of the greater New Orleans area. Regionally, what areas are you covering? Yeah, sure. So we have three offices, one here in New Orleans, one in Pensacola, Florida, and then one in Fort Mill, South Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. So mm -hmm. that allows us to write in uh, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, and North Carolina. So wow. why did you skip Mississippi? Um, so Mississippi actually has its own insurance challenges. Um, and so we have not gone into that market as of yet. It's something that we're looking at down the road. Um, but it's very, it's kind of a difficult market to write in. So we just haven't taken the time to pursue it yet. Got it. Well, it sounds like you're busy enough. So, um, and Tiffany and I over the years have relied heavily on Brightway Insurance to offer our clients some of the most competitive uh, homeowners insurance quotes as they, you know, are in the process of purchasing a new home. Um, so we're just going to pick your brain here for a few minutes. Uh, Chris, Tiffany, if you wanted to start. Yeah, um, so I, we thought we'd kind of start with um, something directed towards our, our new buyers um, who are obtaining new insurance, uh, buying a house. Um, can you give us some tips uh, for buyers on shopping, maybe the steps that they should take, things that they should look for when they're getting their homeowners and flood secured on a new property? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the first thing I would say um, it, the first thing I would say that you want to work on is you want to figure out what flood zone you're in. Flood can literally make or break a deal in this area uh, because even certain flood policies that may come back as being in an X zone. So you look at that, but if you don't, under, if you don't understand the full uh, gamut of FEMA flood policies, it can lead to uh, an unpleasurable experience after the sale, mainly because if a policy's had two losses within a 10 year period, that's what's called a severe repetitive loss property. So you can think you're getting into a $516 flood policy, you're gonna be covered. The next thing you know, you're actually in a $2,500 flood policy and that leaves a huge gap for people. So one of the things we suggest to people is work with a broker who understands the importance of insurance and a lender who work, understands the importance of insurance and how that can change the dynamics of a deal. Um, we actually had a situation last week, gentleman bought a house, uh, didn't realize that the pool house that's in the back was going to re be required uh, to have flood insurance. The investor was going to require it. So he was getting quotes of 2800 2900 That's literally you know, increasing your mortgage by $250 after the sale. We were actually able to figure out a way for him to get that down to about $611. So he was much more comfortable with that price. But those are the type of things that we see is that people 
fall in love with a house and they don't really get all the numbers um, set up. So that would be the thing from an insurance perspective is make sure you understand what you're looking at uh, on the flood side. And then on the property, on the actual hazard side, make sure that there's nothing crazy going on with the house because that can change aluminum wiring, fuses, window units, burglar bars. Do you own a, a, one of the dogs that's not on the approved list for insurers? Those are all things that can significantly drive up your costs. Not because necessarily the insurers charge you more, but it's because the benefit of using a company like, company like Brightway is we represent 51 different homeowner carriers. Well, as soon as you tell us you have fuses, that goes from 51 down to about three. So you're, you know, it's the law of supply and demand. So that's where I think that people need to be cautious on the front end is just to make sure they understand what are the true insurance costs you're looking at. Yeah, I would say that um, part of, of what I know Tiffany and I and our agents um, offer as a service to our clients prior to making offers is to getting a good insurance quote, just to have some sort of a basis um, when talking with their lender again, prior to making the offer, because like you said, I mean, that can make or break the deal right there. Um, and some, and y'all are really good with turnaround time on that. So we've always really appreciated the way the fast pace y'all work on our pace, which is always fast and urgent. Um, that kind of brings me into um, the next question, um, which was current policy holders. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that they can shop their homeowner's insurance. So for people that are, um, you know, they've been living in their home, they got a policy three years ago when they first purchased, and they've never thought to um, update or shop around their policy. What are some tips that you have for current homeowners, um, especially, I guess, as people make changes to their property too, upgrades and things like that, if they did, like, if somebody installed new windows, Chris, is that an insurance um, credit that they might get on their policy? Yeah, great question. So um, the things that we're looking for on the insurance side is what's called the four point. That's going to be the most important thing. So it's going to be your roof, your AC, your electrical, and your plumbing. If you've made upgrades or changes to any of those items, you need to let your insurance agent know because they have the ability uh, to shop that policy for you. Our general rule is you, somewhere between every three and five years, you want to be looking to see if you're smart, if you're still competitive. Uh, it's insurance. It's pretty tried and true that it goes in one direction in Louisiana, and that's up. So very much like the cell phone companies, a lot of these insurance companies, they start you with this great price, you know, because you're a new customer, and it just slowly creeps up. Um, so one of the benefits that we offer is we actually shop those policies. We have triggers set up so we know when your policy has hit a certain threshold we will automatically reshop it for you. That's not common. That's not the way most marketplace responds. So a lot of that burden does fall on the homeowner to reach out to their agent and say, hey, I was looking at my insurance. It's been three to five years. You know, should we shop? Is this a good time for us to maybe take a look and see if there's something better out there? Um, but anything, anytime you make an addition to your home or you change something that's an upgrade, not floors, cabinets, or to your point, windows, um, but something that's actually improving the safety or the structure of the home, that's something that you're going to want to let the agent know. Uh, and the good thing is, uh, to piggyback on that, is that changing insurance, especially homeowners, is a much easier process than it used to be. Insurance has very much become a commodity, especially in a high, uh, high premium market like Louisiana is. It's a commodity, right? So you want to shop and find the best coverage at the lowest price. 
one of my favorite stories is I had somebody one time tell me they're like, oh, well, I'm, I, you know, I'm a little worried about moving because my daughter's second ex-husband is my current agent. And I looked at her, I said, you know what that makes him to you? Nothing. I said, so let's move. You're, you're paying $3,000 more than you need to. And yeah. she made the move and it's, it's a commodity. It's really, as long as you have a good trusted relationship with your agent and they're shopping for you on a regular basis, um, that, I mean, that's what you want to be looking for. So I say three to five years is typically the right amount of time. And, and I think with that said, um, so, you know, a lot of clients will stick with one company over another, um, just simply not knowing that they have other options out there. And, and quite often we get the question, oh, well, I've heard of State Farm, so they have to be good. And that's why, you know, we'll pay a premium to be with them. They must be better than everyone else. Can you, I guess, talk a little bit about the branding and, and maybe disputing that, that thought? Yeah, for sure. So I always, one of the things that we always talk to our clients about is the reason why premiums are high with those captive agencies like State Farm, Allstate, Liberty Mutual, watch the next Super Bowl and every other commercial is one of those companies advertising their product. So what a lot of consumers don't understand is you're paying for that. Like that, that goes into a budget. So they look at the end of the year and they say, we have to have a certain level of profitability. And if they spent a billion dollars on advertising, well, that trickles down to the consumer and the consumer is the one paying that. Uh, so it's just that the branding is out there. It doesn't make it a better product. One of the things that we tell people, people forget after Katrina, the company that got sued the most was State Farm. They had the, and they still have ongoing lawsuits. I'm not trying to denigrate State Farm. Uh, I'm just saying that's the reality. So at the end of the day, uh, people, you know, depending on what your situation is, just because you're with the brand uh, doesn't mean that they will, they will treat you any differently uh, at the end of the day. And the companies we represent, they're all admitted carriers in the state of Louisiana. They all have an A rating for financial stability. Uh, they've all been in business for a long time. So it's not, these are not fly-by-night type companies. They're just not doing that advertising that you're seeing on television. One of the things that we always talk about is anybody who lives in New Orleans, uh, you know, if, if you actually are into burritos, Chipotle advertises way more, but everybody knows Felipe's is way better. Hmm. Interesting. Um, thank you for clarifying that because it is true. My parents, and I think their generation actually, tends to just partner up with an Allstate, a State Farm, because that's what they've known their whole life. And they believe, my dad always says, well, would I get the multi-line discount? I'm like, dad, you should shop it. I'm telling you, you're paying way too much in insurance. Um, so I think, yeah, that's something we face when we work with older clients too, like just trying to explain to them that we can get a better policy. Sometimes they opt for the more expensive one because they, for whatever reason, feel safer with it. Um, yeah. I like the cheaper ones. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it's funny. T Tony Robbins, uh, in several of his books, talks about the fact that from a very very early age, especially Americans, are taught to trust brands, whether the product is good or not. Like we are just that, from early days of cartoons. You know, our parents trust brands, so we trust brands. It's just it's very uh, in, you know ingratiated in our society, and uh, unfortunately. A lot of times, just because it's a, a name that you recognize doesn't mean that it's the highest quality or the best price or bringing you the most value. So is it safe to say that Brightway won't be doing any commercials with Patrick Mahomes? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, 
not anytime soon. So, um, <laughs> but but it does. I mean, those things. I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, a great example. I mean, State yeah. Farm saw a big uptick because of the discount double check. You know, and they really State Farm is the one who put bundling. They made that term, uh, and a lot of people didn't even understand. State Farm bundling is about you raise one and lower the other to make it seem like somebody's getting a really good deal. But the difference between an independent agent is that we shop for both the home and the auto. So we go out and find you the best coverage at the lowest price for both products, not just for one. But it was brilliant marketing on the part of State Farm. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to just add, um, because I'm sure plenty of our listeners um, have State Farm or maybe even own a State Farm agency. And by no sure. means are we trying to discredit um, the services that they provide um, but it, the message being shop the insurance a little bit, be able to compare for yourself where the, you fit in best for sure. Absolutely. Good point. And just to piggyback on that, yeah, I have friends who own State Farms. This is the only reason I even bring State Farm is because they're the largest insurer in Louisiana. So yeah. you could throw all state nationwide, Liberty Mutual, USAA, all the, they're captive companies. They're just different and they definitely serve a purpose. Um, so I was not trying to denigrate them, but yeah, good point. Yeah, just wanted to say I was that. just using, yeah, I was just saying because they're the largest in the state. So that's why. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone knows their name. That's for sure. Right. Um, I wanted to, Tiffany, I'm sorry. Did you have something you wanted to add? You know, as we know, we have another storm in the Gulf. Can you just touch on how that affects um, people looking to purchase flood insurance? I know there are re restrictions if you're a cash purchaser and you want to go buy you know, you're closing Wednesday, you want to go buy flood insurance. It's not going to necessarily be effective immediately. I think people don't understand that. And then how do the storms affect being able to bind insurance when they're out in the Gulf like they are now? Sure. Um, so this is, as we were talking prior to um, the recording, is this will actually be the fourth storm that has shut down our operations in about a six-week period, uh, which in the time I've owned my shop, I've never seen that. Uh, we've already lost 10 days of binding. I'm anticipating we'll lose another four to five, which means we're gonna have lost 15 days over a 30, a 30, six weeks, five working days. I mean, that's 30 days. So half of the past 30 days, we've been, been unable to bind insurance. From the flood perspective, so if you're in a loan closing, it won't impact you at all because FEMA rules say that if you close on the loan, it goes into effect that day. The people who will be affected is if you're looking at the storm going, oh, I meant to get that flood insurance last week and I forgot. There is a standard 30-day wait on those flood policies. It's why we try to, for our part, we try to market a lot during non-storm season to encourage people like, hey, now is the time to get flood so you can get through that 30-day wait and you'll be good to go. Um, I think more what we see, so once the storm enters the Gulf and sometimes prior, depending on the carrier, but for sure, once it hits the Gulf, we will not be able to buy an insurance. That's going to be home, auto, anything like it, they will shut it all down and they'll wait for the storm to pass for obvious reasons, because you have people who didn't have insurance who are scrambling at the last minute. Um, you know, so one of the other things I think on that as well is that a lot of people don't understand is that you cannot make amendments to coverages either. So if there's something you've been looking at going, Hey, you know, I really wanted to lower my deductible at renewal, or I wanted to raise my coverage. Once that storm's in there, you can't change any of that stuff. So it's not just, finding new business. It's also any type of amendment to your existing policy. Um, so I think one of the things that, and this is applicable to y'all's business as well and to our, you know, all of our friends that are lenders is like, that's why I think sometimes people think that people who are homeowner professionals like all of us are trying to force a deal. 
And it's really not trying to force it. It's trying to help move it along because a lot of times people sit idle and they don't understand things like insurance can stop binding or, you know, these different things can occur that can push back your clothes. And what you thought was going to be a pushback of two days is now suddenly a pushback of two weeks. And uh, I think that's why we're always all trying to encourage people not to, we're not trying to be forceful. We're trying to be professional and help them understand like, this is why we need to move on this. Yeah. I had a quick question. Um, let's talk just for a quick second about how people have been paying flood premiums, um, let's say $3,000 a year for the last decade. Um, yep. And then we go to list a home, they share their flood, their flood premium cost with us. We go, oh no, this is gonna really make it a challenge to sell your home. I forward everything over to you guys and you bounce back with the premium half the price, sometimes more than that. Can you explain sure. a little bit about what that behind the scenes work looks like and why, why is it allowed that they've been able to pay so much for so long when there was a lower premium available? For sure. So one of the things I think that separates our agency from other agencies, again, not denigrating anyone, just saying in general, is that so every person on my team is a licensed insurance agent. We do continuing education. We're constantly moving. Uh, you know, we're constantly learning new things, figuring out different ways that FEMA is changing flood maps, changing the flood program. Uh, in addition to the same thing we do with auto and home, but just flood specifically, what happens a lot of times uh, and I think I've mentioned this in the past to people is that, so it is in the best interest financially for the agent to try and get the premium to be as high as possible. That's just the reality, right? So if somebody has a high premium and they're not balking at it or they're not really questioning it, there's not a whole lot of incentive for the agent in the past for the agent to go out and try and find a better price for the, that individual. So Brightway, we are a volume business. So we're the fifth largest independent agency in the country and we are strictly based on best coverage, lowest price. So it is in our best interest to try and win the business of that customer. So we will go the extra mile and we'll go look and see if there are things like, was this, po was this policy ever eligible for grandfathering? Are the deductibles on this policy really necessary? You know, when we see a lot of times that people, they have a very high premium and they've got a thousand dollar deductible. <clears throat> but the reality is in that situation, and especially because of flood insurance and the way it operates, if you have two losses in that 10-year period, you now are going to become a severe repetitive lost property, which is going to make your home that much more difficult to sell. So we encourage people, put higher deductibles on your policy. You know, Go to a $5,000 deductible because you really should not be filing a flood claim unless it's catastrophic. So if you have a $250,000 policy, what's the difference and you have a total loss or you know, a very large loss? What's the difference between 245 and 250? Not much, but it'll save you a ton of money year over year on your premium. Um, but I think a lot of the ones that y'all sent us, we've been able to, as you say, you know, reduce significantly. Uh, it's because there's grandfathering opportunities that have been missed. New Orleans is a very unique market in the sense that the maps have changed here more than probably anywhere else in the entire country. So if you don't have an agent who really understands how grandfathering works, and how much the maps have changed. One that we see all the time is Algiers. The, the maps in Algiers have changed like multiple times. I wanna say almost like six times in the past 30 years, they've had adjustments to the Algiers maps. So you can find, um, you can find certain homes in there that are paying significantly higher than they should have just because nobody did the research. 
that's all really good information. And I think all of those points, a lot of people don't realize. So um, to wrap it up, Chris, can you tell us if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you to either shop current policies or get quotes on new policies? What's the best way to get in touch with you guys um, to, to handle that? Yeah, so you can call our office number at 504-930-4460. That is a local number here, actually based in Harahan. Um, but the agents that sit in this office can write in all five states. So I know lots of people have a uh, home here in New Orleans, but they have a beach place in Florida. And a lot of times they're like, oh, I don't want to have multiple agents. That's one thing we can consolidate that for you. So if you call that 504-930-4460, or you can reach me by email and I'll make sure we have somebody uh look over your policies for you. And my email is Chris, C-H-R-I-S dot Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-D-T at brightway.com. Awesome. It was so good to hear from you today, Chris. We miss you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. And uh, if I can answer anything else, let me know. Best right. of luck to y'all. Thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, for more information, we will have Chris's information on our website. If you want to go to tckpropertymarketplace.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. So if you want a BOGO or a twofer, call TCK Property Marketplace. Tiffany and I would love to help you with your next real estate transaction. And we promise to make it fun and professional. Mm -hmm.